Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we are going to cover part two of Starcade from 1988, which took place December 26, 1988, from the Scope in Norfolk, Virginia, with Tony Schiavone, which Tony Schiavone calls the Super Bowl of Wrestling. I am sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Harper. Doc, you're tired. How you doing, man? Once again, man. People don't know how close this show came to not happening. Yeah. It was it was hanging by the 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 nastiest of cunt hairs, huh? That's nice. <laughs> like a nineteen seventies cunt hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean it was close. This has nothing to do with pandemics, drinking bleach. This has nothing to do with any of that. But it was I mean at three o'clock, I was like, "Yeah, we're not recording tonight," and it's six thirty now. So, um, what happened, tell, Mike? You want to? Well, I want to. I want. I want because well, this conversation. I know. I, I know what. I know what happened. I know. Okay, so you want you, me to tell the story? You've been at home, and Sasha won't give you nine, and you've explored every nook and cranny of Pornhub, <laughs> and you came. <laughs> Your computer caved in on itself like the house at the end of Poltergeist. You moved the headstones, but not the graves. Right. Remember that? You know, I, yeah. That scared the shit out of me when I was oh, a kid. Almighty, that's the scariest movie of all time. Uh, he started peeling off his face. I damn near shit my nine-year-old pants. And those fucking, when the bodies rise out the fucking pool. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. Uh, uh, all right. That, that no joke. That Harper, that movie scared me more than any movie ever as a kid. I don't know. The first Texas Chainsaw Massacre did a pretty good number on me too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me and Doc. Uh, I mean, me and uh, Mike kind of talked about that. How it's inspired by a true story. Yeah, and man, <laughs> at the end, he's coming down the road chasing him in that truck with the fucking chainsaw. Dude, I used to think I was like, what's what the fuck are they doing in Texas? That did this fucking crazy. And I was like, are my cousins this fucking crazy? Yeah, dog. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing over there? Texas wilding out. And it's all bullshit. <laughs> so it's, well, how you doing, Harper? I'm doing great. I've been playing Star Wars. Wait. Star- You've been like, 
out in your land speed cruiser driving around Metairie or no I've been playing it on the arcade one up oh X-Wing. You, you got a you got an arcade one oh. yeah yeah it's badass you get that with your stimulus stimulus money yeah essential <laughs> <laughs> dog yeah yeah so Mike uh... um so Mike you uh you ruined your computer and and you got it into the repair shop at noon and we're recording at 6:30 is that is that an accurate assessment well it the the irony was like i had told you around 11 a.m. or so i was like man something's been going on with my computer and i was like it's it's acting funny i'm getting this this file warning error and all this is happening i said last night i start getting this blue screen but then it did restart and worked right and then and then I just like I got off a, a conference call and I was like, man, let me go just turn it on, make sure that thing's working. And I turn it on and I get the blue screen of death. And I'm like, oh, damn. So then I Google while I got a minute, I'm Googling it and I'm telling you what's going on. Harper, you know like, what Bro. I told him? Uh. Sir, have you tried restarting your computer? <laughs> <laughs> so the the best part about this is. I mean, this is literally right now only six and a half hours ago from from or seven and a half hours ago from us recording. I I I Google this. I Google like in my area if there's like computer repair shops, and I find this one that's it's exactly like four miles away from me. And I call up, and you know, because of the pandemic, I'm like, "Hey, are y'all open?" This guy speaks very proper. He's like, "Yeah, man, we're open. Come on in." He's like, "This is Texas." He's like, "Sure, fuck yeah, why wouldn't we be?" So shit's a hoax. You bear shit no, in the he, woods. He did. He did not say that. He was, but uh, he was real cool. So he's like, comes in. And he tells me how he tells me how much it'll be over the phone and stuff, or he tells me what it'll start at. Meanwhile, I, I was like DMing one of our longtime listeners, Craig Walston, who always does help me with computer issues. So Craig, uh, you you've helped me in the past, but for this one, um, I just was like, let me bring it into this guy and let him put his hands on it. And what do I have to lose at this point? So anyway, and plus I looked, and there, the guy had like a ton of this, this small business. Uh, had a ton of like good reviews on Google and whatnot. So anyway, I bring it was in. Was he wearing a Was he wearing a mask? Uh, yes, he was wearing a mask. Um, but you I bring it in. Were you wearing a mask? Uh, I always wear my mask. Um, I'm a ugly <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, so but yes. I, I'm talking about for the <laughs> the virus, not <laughs> not your hood. That's nice. Anyway, so he, I, I go <laughs> in there and I swear to God, I told Harper this before we started recording, and I told Doctor Surly, this guy. In the most sincere way, and I mean this in the most complimentary way, look like a typical 1986 Jim Crockett Promotions fan or Mid-South Wrestling fan. I mean, if you could if you could put the stereotypical wrestling fan from those days in the second and third rows, that was this guy. He looked like he was ready to suck down a couple of Coors Yellow Bellies and go see the wrestling tonight. Anyway... Was it half pint? Nice. No, it wasn't half pint. Come on, <laughs> don't insult half pint like that. What? Plus, and, this and guy you told him about the show, and he's listening tonight, right? He probably is listening because he. When I picked it up, I haven't told y'all this. So we were talking, and he's like, um, I, "I, I know." When I told him about the show, he was like, "This guy's a fucking Looney Tune." Anyway, when I picked it up, he's like, "Yeah, I looked you guys up, man." Um. Oh, y'all got a lot of ratings on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and 
Man, y'all. You should have jumped over the counter and said, You think I was fucking lying, fat boy? You want some? Yeah. Oh, he wasn't Is that fat. fake? Is that no. fake? No, he didn't. How'd that feel? Is that fake? <laughs> this guy was. He was not. He was not fat. But he was—he knew how to fix computers. At least uh, two hours from me having hey, it now, he's—he uh, he has he fixed this the, thing. We're not going to give his name because he needs to be a sponsor if he wants that. And I don't want to really give away Mike's location of where he lives because. Thank you. But I'll say this: that guy gets the Dockaholic spotlight because without him, this show ain't on tonight. We've it's we've sure done this ain't. through hurricanes. We've done this through family illnesses and deaths. We're doing this through a pandemic, but Mike's porn addiction almost was the thing that did this thing. In. That's nice. <laughs> I'm sorry, you all. I gotta apologize. You had to know that if this show was gonna end at some point, it would be through watching e- some skanky yeah. horror. Ebony with- milfs on Pornhub. No, it's not. It's big booty black hoes. What are you big talking booty about? black hoes? Thick black bitches. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now now the now this guy who fixed the computer is sitting there listening to his first episode here going the hell is this what's wrong with you guys no he's not darren this guy does get the spotlight for sure he is the, he, he gets the spotlight you ought to give him a free month of patron i mean it was it was we were like well i guess we're not gonna ever finish smoky mountain now no <laughs> That's exactly what we said. Hopper, you want to know the best part about it? No. Uh. So I, after he said he looked this up, I was like, are you a wrestling fan? He's like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not. I was like, have you ever been one? He's like, oh, not really. I was like, well, do you know who the Von Erics are? He's like, oh, yeah, I know that. Because he's from, he's from yeah. the Dallas area. So, of course, you'd have to be living on Mars if you never knew who the Von Erics were. In this is Doc knew who the Von Erics were. Right. Yeah, really. But my point my was. knows who they, who they were. But then, you know what the next thing he tells me? Hopper's going to love this. He goes, I'm a Star Wars fan. Jesus <laughs> That's Christ. nice. They all love podcasts about that. They all love Star Wars too much. Look, I like Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. I saw it in the theater first run. I saw all of them. Me too. People me too. Calm down. Well, the but anyway. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, I like Star Wars. I saw Return of the Jedi when I was like six, seven years old. I had the little toys. Yeah, I had, the, I had the fucking underoos with the fucking Ewoks on it. I had the lunchbox, <laughs> but it's not. It's you know me. I got the fucking video game, but I'm not that. It's you know. It's like I like Indiana Jones too. I'm not. And fucking, you know, but I I don't know when this is. This will come out afterwards. But all these nerds are getting ready to go crazy because it's about to be May fourth. They can't handle it. Oh, you get it. Yes, I get it. They, Doc's an asshole, though. Star Wars is cool. I mean, I like Star it. Star Wars is cool, but I, and too much of anything other than beer and pussy is not a good thing. Who was your favorite you, guy, Mike Lando? <laughs> you're, you're such... You are... I hate you, man. That's not right. Why'd you, why? Why'd you pick him? Hold on. No, 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 Doc. Hold on. Why'd you pick him, Hopper? That's Billy D. Williams. He's, yeah. a, he's a hermaphrodite. What? Oh, yeah, that's... Whoa. What? Hopper, oh yeah, would you, from, from the newer one. Would oh, you right. hop from the newer one? Would you hopperize uh, Ray, the the chick, the Jedi chick? I mean, God, how old is that girl? I, I'm assuming she's 18 when I say that. Yeah. I mean, is she not? Why, why do you have to? Come on, you should. If you 18. have to assume, you probably should just be quiet about it. 
Okay, you're right. Anyway, you, know, we should, so, you shouldn't have to reach for that, but you know, wait, what? Y'all um, can thank our friend Billy Bob for this show tonight and for us being able to finish Smoky Mountain Man, you know, when I, was a kid, when I was a kid, my Lando Calrissian guy, I would pull his lightsaber out and all that fell out was a 40 of... <laughs> what was that beer heat? The Schlitz malt liquor bowl? Colt 45. Yeah. Colt 45. I don't think he, it was the one that had the bowl on it on it the label. The, Oh. What the fuck was that one? I was like, what's this? Fuck, I remember one time, Brian, I was a kid. Billy D. Williams had his own line of, like, uh, fra- uh, fragrance with fucking Avon. And my mom bought me some fucking Billy D. Williams cologne. Do we need to explain Avon. Avon to people? <laughs> no, our listeners so. know what that is, man, or yeah. they wouldn't be listening to this show. Okay. Uh, I thought Colt. I thought Colt forty five was the one with the little bull on it. Is that the? Is it? I don't know. I, you, you're the only one here that can answer that, Mike. I don't yeah. drink that stuff, no matter what fake Stan Lane out there tells you, people. You, you King Cobra loving ass. Wow. Okay. All right, I got to take care of some business. So uh, yeah, it looks like we're gonna be able to finish Smoky Mountain wrestling because uh, Billy Bob fixed the computer and. Um, and whatnot. So, but Craig, thank you for your help as well, because you helped me out a couple a while back too. But anyway, I got to give a couple shout outs. Shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassy, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry for your generous patronage, Joe Ice as well for your generous patronage, and a couple of bump ups on the Patreon page and a couple of new mm. Patreon members as we've lost some due to the pandemic. So everybody bumping up and everybody signing up new. Thank you. Uh, first off, uh, Hopper. Evidently, uh, Chuck Scum, a.k.a. your buddy Chuck Gunter, uh, he uh-huh. bumped up his pledge only one week after pledging. So thank you, Chuck. We we definitely appreciate that. Uh, Chuck is out there, and that, that's uh, that's Hopper's uh, buddy that uh, Hopper go. does lines of coke with and whatnot. I'm just kidding. What? Don't do that. What? No, it, I'm, it's a joke. Uh, ben Hunt, new Patreon member. Thank you, Ben, for signing up. Uh, Michael Herndon, new Patreon member and new BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. Thank you, Michael, for that. Uh, Brent Darling, new Patreon member and longtime Patreon member out there. William Bozard, Duck Bozard, huge supporter, always retweets its on Twitter. Is on the Facebook page, causing a ruckus every single day. I don't know how he hasn't been put in jail yet. Uh, William, I say that with all sincerity. Uh, he bumped up and is now a Hall of Fame Patreon member. So thank you, William, Brent, Thanks. Michael, Chuck, and Ben. You don't want to go to jail right now. That's where the Rona lives. Yeah. It was Code 45. Okay. I told you. Hey, it's got the little hey, red bull on to, it, doesn't it? I need to... Sh- I need to shout out uh, Blassie real quick. Okay. So, Classy Blassie, um, Mike sent me your guidelines for better health. So, I, I, I actually uh, I uh, ate an orange today. Yeah. Went out and bought the virus. That's all. You're not. I mean, you're not making no sense because you're you're. People have no clue what you're talking about. I'm just talking said, to I'm just talking to Blassie. I'm just telling him that his tips are good. Y'all people need to be healthy right now. You need to eat some oranges. You need to get some vitamin C in your life. You need to get some what is it? Vitamin D in your life. You need to get some multivitamins going. We're trying I'm to keep waiting. every we, we want our patrons to stay alive. I'm waiting for you to add something that he didn't say as I told you what he said. What did he say? White, a I bunch of white broads. He said white broads with fat asses. <laughs> yeah, I, I I literally thought that's what you 
about to say, and he did not say that. So anyway, I'm glad you kept it clean, Doc. Yes, glad you kept it clean. So we're trying to make sure that everybody comes out on the other side of this thing. That's all. That's all. Sure. That's all I'm trying to do. Just make sure Amen. that we're all here when it's over and we can watch football again. Oh, God. Hopefully. Amen hey, did you to hear that Tupac is still alive? I no. saw something about that, but I, I'm so done with watching any form or reading any form of the news. It's not funny. Yeah. That's all did I want to say. Did, did you hear about this? I don't know if I Where's really he been? care. He works for the post office still? Like the Kentucky. poetic justice? Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah, what the fuck's he doing there? Lexington. Okay. Hey, he filed for unemployment, and the gov- they, <laughs> they were like, no, 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 and they cut him off. And they were like, this is some bullshit. And it turns out the guy's name, his middle name was Tupac, and his last name was Shakur. It was like, That's awesome. Malik. And so the governor called him personally to like apologize to him. <laughs> and so oh, I was watching the news this morning and the governor of Kentucky is on there talking about Tupac Shakur I was like what the fuck <laughs> uh, all, we all deserve to, to get the, the Rona now no that's not true what we deserve is to podcast and have fun what we deserve is Starcade 88 that's right. Starcade 88 so um, you know, speaking of Starcade 88 let's go ahead and get into it on this week's episode now when we left off last week, we left off with a huge Rick Steiner win. I, I, I just want to say that was so memorable to see Steiner win and see that reaction. And we had some other good stuff happening with the Midnight and Midnight and, you know, Sullivan and Dr. Death versus the Fantastic. So we had a lot going on. But we kick off this week's episode uh, with part two, where we're going to watch Bam Bam Bigelow take on Barry Windham with the title on the line, the uh, U.S. title, that is. So, uh, Doc, before I really get into this thing and this match, as we watch, I do want to ask you all about Humperdinck and that outfit he's got on. But uh, as uh, as we get into this, well, let me just stop now that he's right Dude, in the middle of the screen. Like an, he, looks like an, he looks like Captain Lou Albano going as an Irishman for Halloween. Yeah. <sighs> Did you... I mean, look at that. Dude, he is. Ugh. That's nice. Can you imagine what his fart smelled like? Uh, I mean, uh, he's 38 years old, and look at him. He's That's just, crazy, he, huh? He looks, he looks like, like the guy that fixed Mike's computer. Yeah, pretty much. No, no. Th- this guy uh, wasn't that. Uh, t- this guy was pretty slim, to be honest with you. Uh-oh, methyl. Methyl, lean you out. Nah, nah I, didn't, I didn't sense meth. No, that's nice. Yeah, I uh, I had a timestamp of one twenty four ten to say, Jesus, look at Humperdinck. No, he's still on the screen too. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, there's a lot of him for the screen. Tony did tell us at the beginning that the champs are zero and two so far on the on the pay per view. That doesn't bode well for the rest of the show. It doesn't bode well for the rest of the show. And one other thing, as they are getting into the early moments of this match. Uh, I, I noticed something from JR that I, I wouldn't have picked up back then. JR mentions Bigelow is a product of the Monster Factory, which is still going today. Um, and I think JR also claimed that it took a year worth of work to for Bigelow to get that uh, 
did it, those tattoos on his head. So two quick notes about the tattoos and, of course, the Monster Factory, which is still going today, going strong, uh, you know, minus the pandemic, that is. So uh, that's um, that's a little bit that I got from the beginning. One quick thing I want to say, and then I'll throw it over to you two. Uh, just in general, old school match, big man moves, some serious haymakers thrown by both guys. Uh, at one point, uh, Bigelow, like, overhead presses Wyndham, which, good God, that's a serious spot considering Barry Wyndham is a big-ass man. The crowd was really into it. Uh, first off, Doc, I'll throw it to you. Uh, we, we got a good bit of time on this match, but what did you have from all this? Well, first of all, they cut Wyndham's entrance coming in, so great job, WWE. We don't get to see the champ make his entrance. Um, if you're watching the Patreon feed, I like Wyndham here. He's all business in the intro. No emotion on his face, nothing. He's he's here to to get here and get this thing done and walk out with the title. So I really like that piece of it. Um, you mentioned the big haymakers. Could you give me 128.40? There were two huge rights from Barry here. Yeah, so I'm at 128.30. And we'll yeah, see him as they come up. I mean, he throws some good ones. Yeah, there's a nice slap to it. Yep. Just, he he comes. comes, separates out of the corner here, and just boom, and then boom. Yeah. Oh, a third one. <laughs> Three those of them. Nice. Yeah, those were nice. Those were real nice. These two guys got after it. I thought that they struggled just a little bit, like they weren't. I mean, it wasn't like Flair and Garvin or Flair and Steamboat out there. We're talking again minor deductions here for that. Um, Keep going, Doc. Whatever you got. I'll, I'll go to timestamps if you got it, and well, then we can talk about it. This is one of those ones that you always struggle with because your little brain won't work right. But Bigelow is like the prototype for every mud show guy fat ass today that thinks that they can wrestle. They want to live the dream. But Bigelow is a freak. Some sloppy. Dude. I was like, like, "Why are you? Why are you insulting Bigelow?" I see what you're saying. Bigelow was a freak. He was an athlete, but everybody, yeah. every big guy like him, thinks they can be him. Kevin yeah. Owens. Everybody thinks they can do that. Just those big fat guys that think they can do what Kevin Owens ought to do ought to get in the treadmill and walk and yell as much as Kevin Owens does. They'd be blown up. And the little guys always think that Wolf, oh, Ray Mysterio, but That's not true. Ray Mysterio. Stop. That's true. But but Bigelow was that first guy that had some some big agility like that. Like Gordy could move, but like Bigelow's trying to, you know, he's got real weight to him. He's got and he's got aerials, mm-hmm. and he knows all that back. Suplex. It is different. It's different. Gordy Gordy is is definitely a big man, and he was agile. And if you go watch like Gordy World Class, dude, I will tell you, I didn't realize he flopped around and moved as much as he did. But he really did, uh, as I've watched it back over the years. Now Bigelow is a very very agile big man, but I agree with you. He is definitely a lot. You know, he's a different type of big than Gordy was. And you're right. I mean. It's not easy for a guy like Bigelow. I mean, Owens isn't as big as Bigelow, but I've we've said that years ago. We talked about Owens, how that dude's just yelling and screaming in the middle of matches, and I don't think people realize how much gas that takes because you're expending air as you as you scream. Harper can tell Harper when you're out there screaming and yelling sometimes. Yeah, it, 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 it's when you're screaming, 
been yelling nonstop for fucking ten minutes. It, it's you start sweating. I'm always full of fucking sweat afterwards. Your heart rate and your your your. I mean, you're. It's almost like you're on a treadmill. Yeah. Um. That's why I look so good. I mm-hmm. bet, dude. And that's why the women always want you from, from screaming. He's gonna come out of this pandemic cut and chiseled. <laughs> uh, okay, Doc. What else you What else you got? He's gonna He's gonna fucking shoot a rope across some bitch's mask first night he gets wow. back out on the town. Wow. <laughs> He may have already. He may have already. He may have already That's crossed nice. the threshold. Hey, I got needs, dog. Uh, we know, bro. I mean, we, we ain't mad at you. We ain't mad All at right. you. Uh, All right, Doc. What so, else you got, Doc? Yeah. So, uh, one thirty-six thirty looked rough That's, on Bigelow's knee. Um, I think that so I, I got one thirty-six. Um, yeah, that. Oh, one. yeah. I got one thirty seven, but uh, we'll watch one thirty six thirty right here when he takes a spill. I got one there too. So he he goes out of the ring. That rough. Yeah, he hit hard. I mean, there's no padding. Yeah. And then one thirty seven oh nine. That's a big move in nineteen eighty eight coming up. Yeah, watch this. I want to get Harper's thoughts on this because uh, they're, they're fighting on the outside. So just give it a minute. It's about 15 seconds if you're watching on the Patreon feed. They're fighting on the outside. Barry's, you know, slugging Bigelow. But when they get it, get back in, Bigelow hits a slingshot splash into the ring. And it, it just, it really looks good. That's a, This is something else from Bigelow. I mean, look at this, Harper. Watch. Yeah. Dude, that's not easy to do. Nah. How'd he get up? Man, you know some big, fat, sloppy dude at home. I, I look like him. I bet I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I want to say it wasn't graceful as he was about to press him. It wasn't graceful, but he's a big man. It doesn't need to be. Yeah, really, huh? I mean, he got over. That's the important thing. Um. So, yeah, that, that was over, good. And it, it fucking looks like it, it fucking killed him. Yeah. This is this is this is crazy. Um, here's the uh, the the the. Oh, it's almost an overhead press, and then he misses the splash. Mm, that, um, that high risk maneuver here. We, you know, he had him in a pinning predicament a minute ago, but uh, now he's going for the high risk maneuver. That's big man hurt. flying, man. Yeah. All right, what else you got, Doc? Uh, Barry's about in a couple of minutes. I don't have a timestamp, but he's going to really throw a nice ass lariat. I don't I didn't have a timestamp un- either, but yeah. I didn't understand. I thought if you were going to put the claw on Bigelow, he should no sell it because he's got tattoos on his head. Like, and his hand starts smoking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> this, nice. is, this, this ain't Saturday night. This is Starcade, pal. We're trying to be serious here. Is that what happened when you're banging women, Harper? Your hands start smoking? Yeah, that's it. It's like, oh, God, what's going on here? Yeah, it's like all the friction down there starting to fire, kind of like if you and the wood running two sticks together. Yeah, that's, come on. Grow up. up. (laughs) Uh, Here it comes, Doc. There you go. He threw that shit. Did you see how he set it up, though? Like, he didn't just, like, go to it. Like, he, you know, big O's keeping up. And then if you watch it, like Barry slugs him, so Bigelow's staggering, and he's wait like they, you know, they're selling it, and Barry hits him again, third time. Does he do a fourth before he hits him with it? 
Yeah, he's going to hit him with another one. And then, no, no, here it comes. All right, so he threw three, and then he hits, hits him with the lariat. Look at that lariat. That's nice. Nowadays, he would have ducked. Yep. He would have ducked. That is 100% correct. So, Especially so, when he, like, pat him on the face. He, yeah, that would have ducked. They wouldn't have let that stand. Uh-uh. Barry Barry takes uh, Barry takes over here for a while too. He's got he's pretty much got control of the match. For that that was my big notes after uh, at this point. You know, once Bigelow missed well, that splash, we talked slam, about. Then he body slams Bigelow. I was just like, man, what a stud! Barry is awesome. He is extremely great, <laughs> um, and Bigelow's going to sell that one. He's not he's not getting up from that one. That he just took. Okay, what else you got, Doc? Before I throw it to Harper to see if he's got anything specific. Uh, I, this is one of those matches I thought where it was a. Uh, it took them a few minutes, in my opinion, to get going and, and find the rhythm. But when they did, it took off. And I'll leave the finish. We'll talk about that in a minute. But once again, very very enjoyable match here. Agreed. Hopper, you got anything before I review to finish? I just thought, uh, I remember fucking Orange saying on his podcast that Barry never one stepped foot into a gym. Yeah, I heard, I remember that too. But he, I mean, he got fat there towards the end, didn't he? Yeah, but I'm thinking, but look how great he looks here. Just imagine if he did go to the gym on a daily basis. How are you going to go do that if you don't have to? Uh, yeah, I guess. Sleep in your room. <laughs> Yeah, think about that. Why Flair's doing all those squats and Arn's doing whatever he's doing to work out, and Barry's just like, nah, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm gonna watch my dad and brother counterfeit some money. That's Jesus, nice. Come on, come on. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Come on, bro. Uh, by the way, that is not me. Um, this, this is this is this is that uh server. Uh, always he kept fucking up on me nonstop when I was watching it. That works yeah. out. The- it's 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 Vince, I, I, Vince is about to give the network the furlough. Yeah, maybe if when fucking Disney buys it, they can straighten it up. <laughs> yeah, uh, this ain't me uh, with all that uh, freezing and clocking. Just so y'all know. So anyway, it's a good thing we don't have to play a million promos tonight. Uh, but it is what it is. It's um, uh, let me go to the finish. So uh, after after having they're about to go to it to after having the claw on Bigelow for a while. You know, Bigelow finally breaks it. Barry slams Bigelow in the middle of the ring. And then Barry goes to the top rope, but he misses a big old elbow drop. Bigelow fires up. Eventually, Bigelow and Barry go flying over the top rope, and they brawl on the outside for a while. Barry rolls back into the ring, though. Um, but, but meanwhile, there's a 10 count being counted by Tommy Young as they're on the outside fighting. And as they're on the outside... Barry rolls in right as the 10 count is about to be made or is being made, and Bigelow doesn't, and Bigelow rolls in at the 11 count. There you have it. Um, It's over. Barry wins and retains. Bigelow counted out. So after kind of what we saw from Steiner in the previous match, I don't know. How do you feel about that finish, Doc, as we rewatch I actually kind of liked it because it was something that we don't normally see. And if he would stay in the territory, it keeps Bigelow intact. 
Now, yeah, don't, there, don't, don't, look, don't there, look forward if, to Bigelow at this point. Right. If I'm there that night, I'd be like, man, that's some bullshit. Uh, yeah. Um, what, anything else, Doc, on the finish? No. Man, this bullshit. Locking up. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Hopper, can what do you take, have on the finish? Can you take the, the network down to Billy Bob's store, see if he can fix that shit, too? I don't think he can control that at all. Uh Hopper, and what do you what did you think about the finish? With the count out? I don't I mean it, it's it's he kept the title w- without having to pin uh Bam Bam, which fucking kept him strong. So I see yeah. why. I see I see the, the psychology with it because he, he he didn't beat him. He didn't pin him. That's a good point too. But he's still the champion. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you got a good point. We can, we can run this back at the next pay-per-view. And don't hold your breath on that one. <laughs> That's the problem with all this shit. <laughs> it was a, I should say, as it pertains to Bigelow, don't hold your breath on that one. So. Yeah. Airtight, brother. Everything was airtight. It sure was. Um, All right. Um, So I apologize to any Patreon members out there trying to watch the video version of this. Yeah, it's... uh. Any well, now we have a promo. Brother. What are you going to do now? Well, I don't have anything from it. Like, what? Magnum's talking to Rick, but I mean, did you have something specific from it? <laughs> My first note was Steiner's a mess. <laughs> that bad, huh? And, and uh, did, well, we talked about this last week. Did you notice Magnum was holding the mic only in his left hand? Of course, he can't hold it in his right. Why not? Because it's dangling like a like like a, like a like. Uh, like, I don't want to. Like a what? Hopper, how's his arm dangling? Yeah, uh, what? Why That's you nice. Throw, why are you trying to throw Harper under the bus when you're the one that was about to say yeah. something? I wasn't about to say nothing. I respect Magnum TA. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing bad about Magnum. Magnum ain't getting mad at me. Well, I mean, even if he did, you could just run away from him. It's nice, Doc. You could, I mean, you grow up, please. What's that going to do for the show? What would that do for the show? Seriously? All right. Anything else from a doc? Not really. I I do like the thing when they're like, you know, Magnum system, like, they're going to be coming after you. And he's like, I'll beat them. He's He's just, who? Who? Now, I will say this. You know, you were talking about Bigelow a second ago, and you're wondering what's going to happen with Bigelow and Barry. Not that you're wondering, you know, Bigelow's leaving. But uh, I will say this. Uh, this thing with Steiner in Rotunda ain't going nowhere. Well, that was good. good. Let's see some more. Yeah. So, I mean, while while Steiner wins the title here, we're, we're you know, that, that doesn't mean we're, we're stepping away from anything. So, there's that uh, with those two. And we'll see we'll see what happens. All right. So we keep on moving. God, this thing is a mess. I'm just. I know, huh? It's was it? Did you watch it today, Hopper? Yeah, it was like this to where like I was just it. It got bad during uh, Luger and and uh, and Rick, and I was just about to stop fucking watching it. It got that bad, and I thought it was. I thought, well, okay, maybe it's my internet. Then because. I was watching it on my phone, and then I I turned off the Wi-Fi 
on my phone, just watched it on the internet on my phone, and it still did it. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, it. I've noticed that it doesn't matter whether I'm on the Wi-Fi. Like, I mainly watch it from my computer. That way, I can that way I can take notes that way. Um, it's a lot. It's just a lot easier. But I, I have tried it on my phone before, whether I'm on the network or have a whether I'm on a Wi-Fi or a strong signal, and and it still does the same thing. I, I, I don't. I don't know what they're doing. I don't. And whatever. Okay. With that said, we will move to the next match. Sting and Dusty versus the Row Warriors for the NWA World Tag Team titles. The Warriors take the pads off as they hit the ring, and they don't wait. They go right after Dusty and Sting. But Sting and Dusty are ready, and they fight them off, and then the Warriors roll to the outside and powder out the ring. Uh, Eventually, things will settle down as this damn thing froze again, and we get a formal match announcement, and the match eventually does actually begin. Doc, since we've got these uh, issues tonight with the video, I'll throw it to you. Um, what are your okay, thoughts? Okay, I'll give you my timestamps. Mm, good luck. Like, that's going to work, but okay. Yeah. You notice that the Road Warriors didn't just bum rush Dusty and Sting? I mean, they got after it quick. Before the intros. But they didn't just run in there and run at them like it was Bill Tab and Pablo Crenshaw. I did notice that they didn't do it like they normally would, is what you're saying, right? I yeah, mean, like like um, they were remember, like, like well, they were cautious, like if they were entering the ring on me and Harper. Remember, yeah, you don't get your Christ. ass whooped. Okay, remember um, 1985 when we were <laughs> like when everybody bled. But no, 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 no. What I was gonna say was in 90 like 85 when we first started doing these at the end of 85 and. And, like, the first week we see the Warriors run in, because, you know, we hadn't watched these in a long-ass time. The first week we see the Warriors run in, and they just just tear apart the two saps that are waiting, right? Just beat them down. And so we see that. So then the next week we see the same thing happen. By the third week, we're like, why are these two idiots just sitting in there like two bobblehead dolls just not even bracing for impact? You remember that? Yeah, it did. Because yeah. they were told not to. <laughs> it's just funny when you rewatch it. All right, uh, I'm frozen here. So, um, but yes, let it go, let it go. <laughs> oh, oh, isn't Doc funny? <laughs> I have no clue what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, come on! You know what that's from? Is that Joe Diffie or something? Are you that black? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do that, Harper? What does that term mean? That. That black. But you saw like all the women getting pissed off about about the term Karen. <laughs> no. I'm, yeah, wonder. they're like, oh, like, like it's a racist term, but don't call us Karen. Yeah, fuck you, lady. <laughs> um, all right. How many Karens do you think Dusty had in his day? A lot. And a bunch of Beckys and Dianes. Dianes. <laughs> what about Mary Ann? That was a name back then, Doc. Linda. Mary. He had a bunch of Lindas. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, what you got from this one, Doc? Man. Sting was over. I mean, he's a fucking foon, but he's over. Yeah, I'm not they gonna sit here. And, sting, man. 
I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Um, Dusty was over too. Let's let's get that. You know, let's put that out there. I was trying to get to, um, the one fifty four thirty mark. Man, Sting yeah. flies over the top to the floor, and he hits I got, Animal. I got that move too because it popped uh, both Caudill and Jr. too. Let me see if it'll play. Here yeah, it you is. need to get that pulled up. I'm trying. Here it is. They they kind of erupted, Doc. Yeah, that's a hell of a move for 1988, man. That's not a move. Yeah, that's really not a 1988 really. move. You know how out of place that looked. It it looked as out of place as the moves Candido was doing in '93, Smoky Mountain. Oh yeah, yeah. All <laughs> Candido was something else. Uh, hey, look at 152.50. If this thing's gonna work. Hawk look. Tell me, Hawk's kicks don't look like Stone Cold Steve Austin here. Oh uh, yeah. We could got you hurry corner. up? Could you hurry up? I, I don't have all night. Look. See? Oh, it does. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> it. It. He. He looks like Austin here, or Austin would have right. looked like him. Right. Jesus, this. dude, I'm tired of looking at this wheel. You need to pay Vince his money. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me bro lazy bastard Uh, they call us the unprofessional wrestling podcast for a reason dude he looks like austin kicking sting in the corner yep all right wow all right what else you got doc well well i got another time stamp (laughs) let's try (laughs) uh 156.25 man hawk goes after the eye viciousness well, he had to. It was part of it, right? Why? Because they took it out. Maybe he, he found Jesus. Again. Who found Jesus? He's not old yeah. enough. It's only when wrestlers get old enough do they do that. Oh. Okay, he's on it now. Uh, when are you going to find Jesus, Mike? I found Jesus. I'm a good. I'm a good Catholic Christian boy. From he, look at him. He's out. Or he is. That eye has the pussy in it. Yeah. <laughs> he's going after that. That's nice, Doc. Come on. Can you clean it up, please? And, uh, I kept thinking, okay, well, when it gets back in the ring, he's going to be bleeding. Right. No. There were a lot of opportunities for blood in this pay-per-view, and Turner probably squashed yeah. Speaking of blood, do you remember 1985, Harper? Like, was, Starcade 85, specifically. With uh, Magnum and... Uh, was that Magnum and, and Tully? Magnum, no. Tully, Abdullah, Manny, yeah. uh, the mid, everybody, JJ even was busted open in That's 85. That's true. <laughs> the fucking popcorn guy was fucking bleeding. Yes. Manny on the way to the ring. Was bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone from that to no blood. I can't wait for Dusty to fucking cut himself. I'm, I'm like, is this? No. No, and then I'm like, 
What the fuck? Very frustrating. Yeah. I'm not we, used we to need seeing blood. it. NWA uh, dusted, not fucking bleeding for a big match. It was a good Starcade, but I, I'm just. Yeah. Uh, I just. We, we need, it's a, it's Starcade. It's a Super Bowl. We need blood. We need blood. We definitely need blood. Um. All right, Doc. What else you got? Did Dusty hit a drop kick in this match? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did. He did. He did, Doc. Um, you got a timestamp? Not like it'll work. No, I, didn't, I it. didn't get that far. Um, the one thing I had here is our little discussion point. Dusty really stands out in this match as being out of shape and old. Yeah. Because the Warriors look like a million bucks. Sting looks like a million bucks. And then there's Dusty. Harper, your thoughts? That's that's about right. The three of them fucking look like they just stepped out of a, a fucking Marvel comic book. And, you know, then we got Dusty. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I didn't want to say it, but you're right. That's nice. I mean, no, it's Why do just, you always not want to say it? Why are you always such a colossal pussy? I don't want to say it because I don't want to influence you and because you'll repeat things that I say. You do it all the time. What? Mm-hmm. You, what you don't you have a comeback for that, do you? What are you talking about? So, all right. Well, this thing, I, I don't know how. Th- Overall, how did you feel about this match? Besides the fact that Dusty looks old and out of police. It wasn't I exactly mean, uh, uh, Stinks. Stinks definitely over. I could say that. Say Stinks exactly. over. And Dusty Dusty looks Dusty is reminding me of the network right now as we're trying to watch it. That's nice. Come on. Broke down. Legend. <laughs> legend. Yeah, you know, remember when remember before they quote unquote fixed the network? Remember the old version before this one? Yeah. I don't recall all these problems. Yeah. I just well, want to watch wrestling. The pandemic's going off, on, and I want to watch wrestling. Off, they had to lay off all those wrestlers so that they could hire some more writers. That's nice. Uh, they did let writers go, by the way, just so you know. Yeah. We Story. talked about it a couple weeks ago. someone posted that, that they said, if you can leave, they're just letting you leave. Oh, that's a fucking rumor. If you want to roll, you can roll. That's a new one to me. I never heard that. It just set myself fucking on the internet. You know, who knows? I think I saw something like a week ago about uh, Brisco, Gerald Briscoe. Yeah, fuck, they let him go. He's He's been there forever. Did they let him go or did they furlough him? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's just crazy, huh? How they fucking just you go, you go, you go. Thoughts and prayers, dog. Yeah, Harper, your internet was just kicking out, but who knows what the hell it is at this point, given this uh, match we're trying to critique. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing with this match, Uh, Dusty. Go ahead. I just my note here was it was this was okay, but it wasn't as good as it should have been. Yeah, I ain't gonna say that. That's true. 
Really? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not JYD and Koloff versus Russian Assassin 1 and 2 with Paul Jones. But I just I was really looking forward to the the, the next match. Like that was that's I wanted to see Flair and Luger at this point. And I think Sting looked good. I think Sting did good. I think the Warriors were good. But to your point, Doc, uh, Dusty just was eh. And that's it. Like, that's literally what I had. Um, as far as the finish, Dusty makes the hot tag to Sting. Sting is on fire, puts a scorpion um, death lock on Animal, but Hawk breaks it up. Sting eventually hits Animal with a flying crossbody. And then Sting is about to pin Animal for the... Uh, for the titles and it seems like they're going to win, but Ellering breaks it up and Tommy young calls for the DQ. Uh, after the match, dusty attacks Ellering sting hits Hawk with a kick to the head. Uh, but Tommy and Tommy young raises dusty and stings hands for victory. But as we know, the belts do not change hands on a DQ. Therefore the real warriors remain the NWA world tag team champions. And I don't know, doc, I asked you about the finish on the last one. What did you think about the finish on this one? How they did it? Ellering did his job, pal. If he's not, if he's out there, he might as well help him. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? You hate those. What do you think? I mean, these type of finishes back then, I guess were normal, but I mean, it's Starcade. Can we get, can we get a clean one? I mean, we just had a damn count out. Can we get a clean one here? I mean, I know we're going to get a clean one in Luger versus Flair, but it's the NWA World Tag Team titles. Let's let's get a clean one. Come on, man. Let's do it clean. But, you know, during this time, I, it is what it is. I ain't hate the match. I mean, that's the thing. Like I said, it wasn't it wasn't Koloff. It wasn't Koloff, JYD Russian Assassins type bad. Yeah, I guess they figured... They didn't want to bury. They didn't want to have Sting lose because it might kind of hurt him. And and Dusty, Dusty was probably you're right. Dusty's like, "Fuck, I ain't taking no pin on the fucking that fucking Starcade. Fuck you." So that that makes sense. And yeah, I don't know. Dusty ain't long, ain't much longer for this promotion. Y'all realize that, right? Yeah, no. yeah. I'm getting ready for the fucking polka dots and and Sapphire's little fine black ass. What? Come on, Hopper. What? what the fuck? I mean, come on, bruh. Seriously? What's wrong with you, man? I mean, you know, come on. I try to listen to Don Dolin and uh, you know, catch some classic wrestling talking. You goddamn guys, you're talking about everything but the wrestling. Hmm. Black ass. He's something else, ain't he? Why? That's nice. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on the Warriors? I apologize to all the Patreon members trying to watch the video version of this. This, yeah, is, this is this fucking is... dogs, but this is worse than dial-up internet, bro. It is, bro. It's worse. Like for I'm gonna real. Actually, I'm gonna try to find um the um doc while 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 I'm trying to pull it up. I'm gonna try to find at least Flair's promo on somewhere else where it won't be freezing up like this. Does that make sense? You should, you dumb jackass. So I tell you what, why don't you in long form start talking about um, okay, I got what you think about Flair? Uh, well, that ain't going to help. I'm trying to look yeah. something up. We're fucked. So you just talk about whatever's going on in those timestamps, asshole. How's that sound? Well, okay. Harper, 
see if you agree with this. I think I thought that they should have had some pre-match interviews in the locker room where they could have been like, "We caught up with Lex Luger earlier today." I could take that. Yeah. And you know, he could be like, "This is my this is my chance. This is I've been waiting for months to get a hold of him." You know. Yeah, that would have been fucking nice, huh? Because they only had what two? They had three. Right. right. They had the uh, Sullivan and uh, his his group, Steiner and Flair at the end, in front yeah. of those, those those same old lockers. And I remember thinking, this is a major building. Why do they have like high school lockers in it? Was it a major building? I mean, the scope. I mean. It's not the uh, a oh, local high school girl. gym. There's our girl. Hold on. We need to go oh, back. Oh, yeah. She pops up again. She's with that asshole. loser in the pen. Asshole. She's... Asshole. Stay on uh, task. Stay on task, Doc. What, no, no, no. She, she's that. Well, our girl <laughs> is back. Here's my timestamp. Girl is, is back. Huh? And she. Okay. So she says, hi, mom. Do you see that? Yeah. What she ought to do is oh, tell okay. her mom what else she's going to be doing later on. She needs to say, hey, mom, don't don't wait up. Why? Hey, mom, how degrading is it when you get a rope shot across your face? Tell come me. on, oh, come on. <laughs> That's nice. What the hell, bro? Get control of this, Mike. Well, it's not no, like it's, you. It's, who, I, I'm not a loser like you, mom, who let dad shoot a rope. I'm gonna have Ric Flair do it. <laughs> come on. You are pathetic. Okay. Who talks like that? Everybody. Really? It's just locker room talk. <laughs> uh, uh, please don't say anything more because because when it comes to YouTube and whatnot, man, they are pulling down channels and doing all kind of stuff. Whenever you mention, Buddy, really, yes, anything if around. I, if you mention any, his name, oh my God! It's I don't, dude. It's. It's it's like the wild. It's not only called the wild west. It's I I, I, I can't say it. I don't I don't want. I, That's like Nazi type shit, man. Dude, you cannot talk about that on YouTube anymore. Um, and I'm sure we'll you've heard corny. I'm I'm sure you've heard about that on corny show. That is not a joke. They will x your stuff. I wonder why they started that. Bro, it's like, it's bad. Um, anything political, it's so strange. Unless you're like a major organization. Yeah, what you if know? you're like a, like a legit political deal? That's and it's the like, only ones that are getting away with it. I mean, what if it's something like an honest like political argument? It's that you better be a you better be one of those major networks. Yeah, like the you know. In the press or whatever type of deal. You better be in one of those major networks. And they are scrubbing and looking for it. Okay. On YouTube. That's it. it, it it's very, very bad. I, I thought at first it was a joke. Like I didn't think it was a joke. I thought it was like people were overreacting to it. And then I started seeing it. And I was like, oh, they ain't playing. And they are sending emails about it, and they're contacting channels, and it's like, oh, whoa, all right, y'all mean even if you even if you call them by like a a nickname, like what uh, Corny does, 
You might not want to do that. They they figure it out. Oh damn! I don't know, how, dude. They it's like they got people just on a task force, like looking for it. They got stormtroopers, bro. <laughs> what? Fuck. All right, so I can't find this match on YouTube or anything, but I did find the promo, so I will at least be able to play the uh, the promo from it after. Look at that, baby. That's a champion right there. Isn't it? I mean, I'm on a. I know it's like messing up and whatnot. That's a world champion, dude. He looks like Ric Flair. Just he looks so great. Um, Look at that. Titles on the line is what I had, and that and that meant something. Mm-hmm. It, it meant that a big, whole lot. The big fight feel, you don't get to see this all the time. This thing doesn't change hands very often. And it still, it is a, always a special occasion. So y'all ca- stop talking about shooting ropes on people so that we can give this the seriousness that it deserves. Yeah. Let's talk about it because it's not playing real good on the, on the uh, like we've been talking about all night. But anyway, we got Ric Flair versus Luger for the Luger's NBA over world. too, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Luger's movement. A- mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. We gave Luger a hard time, right, Harper? Something yeah, like? I mean Luger. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know he's he's fucking work with 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 fucking Ric Flair, but fucking Luger did great during this 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 whole match, and, and this was like at least a half an hour long. Bruh, they worked a long match mm-hmm. in Luger. I'm gonna, I'll say it. I want Doc's thoughts. Luger held his own. Yeah. Doc, you agree? Mm-hmm. Huh? Come on. You sure about that? Okay. Are you serious? Go. All right. We got time. Go ahead. What's your critique of Luger here? No, I'm just kidding. He did all right. But there is something about, about him that I didn't like in this match. What is it, Hopper? He hawked up four or five fucking times. <laughs> and it's like me, brother. I get it, you know, Hogan does it and it's and it's but it's like Hogan does it once at the end for his comeback and then he gets the boot, drops the leg and it's over with. He fucking hawked up four or five times during this during the figure four leg lock and then he he did it, I think three or four uh, other times and it's like come on, bro. And Sting That's, did it too. He did it once or twice. You they think they were? Well, wa- they're young. You think that you think they were watching Hogan, and that's why they kept doing it. That's what I think, man. Because this is a time. This is in '88 when Hogan was doing it. The fucking fucking Ultimate Warrior was fucking doing it all the time. And I guess they figured, hey, you know, it fucking works for them. Yeah. It, uh... That's a lot of truth to it. And we know Cause how. Because like, he didn't do it once. He did it four or five fucking times during this match. Doc, how do you feel about the, the, the hulking up? I don't like it ever. He don't even like he don't. He don't even like it at the end. <laughs> I could see it doing it once. But it didn't. But when you do it over again, it's like, wait a minute. Five seconds ago, you were, you know. The only thing I, worse. The only thing worse than somebody no-selling Ric Flair's chest chop is when Hogan would wag his finger at him. (laughs) (laughs) When he'd wag that finger, I'd just, you know, just toss the remote up in the air and be like, fuck it. This is They just look at him. They're in shock, and they look at the crowd, and look at the crowd, and they 
Then they go for the punch, and he would block it and punch, 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 thumb against the rose, big boot, drop the leg. Fuck, duck lip, then the yeah. wag of the finger. I'm like, son of a fuck. Here this, we go. This, this, <laughs> bullshit, this bullshit is some serious bullshit. I was hoping he would cut the promo because he, he's... I can't believe I spent twenty nine ninety five on this shit when the cable come, bill comes now. It's going to be twice as much as it normally is. I can't afford this shit. <laughs> and what did I get? Fucking Hulk Hogan. He doubled his cable bill for the month because he ordered it. <laughs> Saw Hogan wave his finger and I was like, this is some bull crap. Pretty much sums up my uh, mid nineties. <laughs> um, I need you to timestamp it up because two eleven thirty five. We need to get a, a visual on Luthez up in the crowd. Well, you see his clock, don't you? I can't. I'm not even messing with it. It's so bad. It's Barbara, what so did bad. Luthez look like? He what looks is- like an old time guy that uh. He owns a car dealership or something. I thought he looked like a low-level gangster from Goodfellas. <laughs> One of the guys that kept waiting to get his money from the Lufthansa heist. Oh, yeah. I watched that Saturday night. It's on Netflix. But Mike, you've seen Goodfellas, right? Been a long time. Yeah. Like, too long. Yeah. It's on yeah. Netflix. I'll get yeah, on that Netflix. right away. Do I have Netflix? Is that what you asked me? Yeah. Yes, I do. My you wife watches Prime. it more than me. Do you have Amazon Prime? Um, yes. Yeah, for, yeah, why? For TV? Uh, I don't really watch. Well, I can't say that. Sometimes I'll get in a mood where I'll watch some stuff. I mean, I know there's like Memphis wrestling on it and there's different. There, there's this. There he there is. He is. He does look like the low-level uh, guy. Like, remember, like, in the beginning of the movie when he's young, when the guy like Paulie is in it? Yes. Yeah. He looks like one of those guys that, that you see, like, in the background, and he's and he he doesn't really say anything. He's just no, there. But he, but he could slice you up a nice veal cutlet in prison and make sure that it tasted good. Yeah. Oh, what? You don't remember the scene where they had the... Yes, that's why I said a what? Veal cutlet. I know. That's nice, Doc. Can we get back to Flair and Luger, though? Right before that, I really liked it. JR said that Luger had lost 13 pounds to lean out for the match. Yeah. That's that's a nice tidbit. It's like, okay, he's got to lose some bulk, which could be his advantage here so that he can put the cardio in to go the distance with the champ. I like that angle. And that's something no one would would talk about now. No one would talk about it now, and there's no way to prove he's wrong. And it would, I mean, now, like, go to suchandsuch.com and buy his new shirt. It's on sale now, uh, promo code, blah, 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 blah. Right. <laughs> that's because nobody treats it like a, like a real sport now. Yeah, it sucks, man. I mean, what are you going to say? Look, I'm not... Again, I ain't trying to sit there and bury uh, the AEW crew, but I mean, do you think like 
even before the pandemic, JR on commentary before a big Young Bucks match versus whoever the other tag team is they'd be feuding with. You think JR is going to be like, oh boy, look at the Young Bucks. They they trimmed off 20 pounds uh, combined to get in the best shape of their life to make sure they could go after those straps. No. Or, or is he? Am I wrong? Somebody, you know, out there can tell me who watches it all the time. Fuck, I'm, they can't lose don't... any weight. Well, what I'm saying is, like, for them, they would, yeah. they would lean yeah. up. I mean, they they would they would get more lean. I mean, Luger's lean as can be right here. For him to lose 15 pounds would be incredible, as lean as he is. I mean, I mean, he he's six pounds away from being in competition shape to jump on a on somebody's stage uh, as a bodybuilder. So, I I don't know, man. Um, that is uh to Doc's point a nice tidbit, and it is treating it like a real sport. Something we rarely yep. see now. Uh, okay, so here's here's some How, of my notes. Oh, go ahead. You got another one? Well, yeah. I took a lot of notes for this. I came prepared. This is Starcade, pal. This is what matters. Mm-hmm. How How is Flair able to walk today with those hips, taking those back bumps on his Sideways, hips? yeah. I, I never understood. Honestly, I never understood it. It's amazing that he could take those like that. Because it's, I mean, at least for me, it's easier to take it as a backdrop um, to come down on your back and, and versus your hip, man. That it feels like that. Well, not that it feels like it. It does hurt more. I don't know. I don't know. It's amazing, though. Nobody um, took a backdrop like Flair, though. I can tell you that much. Can you hit me two twenty four fifty eight? You you really want to try? Shit, come on. <laughs> it's it's a rib at this point. Two twenty four what? Fifty eight. It's a rib. Harper, it's just a rib at this point. He I'm knows. just making up the fucking shit. They might go to <laughs> go to thirty four nineteen for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh it said two twenty four. <laughs> it's trying, Doc. <laughs> Go ahead. What what are we supposed to be watching here? I don't know. It's oh yeah, that move. He stomped on him. You don't see Flair do that very often. Yeah, he did a Kevin Sullivan, Harper. You see he that? Did. Yeah. Crazy man. Yeah. All right. Hey, real quick before uh, I get your next time stamp. Because I where, well, at, oh, okay. Let me let me do this. I've got, I just I've got four mention something. more. Okay, let me mention some things because you, you're you're at a point where I have a timestamp coming up. But for the most part, I, what I, I wanted to mention was Luger dominates a good portion of like the first 15 minutes, maybe even more. And then Flair, you know, he does his big overhead press uh, slam that, you know, Luger gives him. I mean, Luger just was – he was just dominating until Flair was great with his underhand tactics. Uh, early on, Flair with those great chops numerous times, just pow, pow, firecrackers. You know, he did his superplex off the second rope. Nice pop, but Flair kicked out. Luger did that, that is. Um, the note that I have uh, coming up, and maybe this is something you're about to talk about, Doc, is Tommy Young takes a bump and Flair throws Luger over the top rope, which should be a DQ. Yeah. Uh-huh. But since Tommy Young is out of it, because Tommy Young takes bumps and title matches lots of times, Young doesn't see it. Luger hits Flair with a cross body and has Flair pinned. But Tommy Young is late making the count because he's trying to get back to it, and Flair kicks out even though it should have been a three count. 
So that Wasn't was what that I wanted crazy? to get out. You saw Luger do a, a flying crossbody from the top rope. You've never seen him do that. Right. That's why I wanted to mention it. And, it's and that's probably bad. the last time you saw him do one. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I ever saw him come off the top any other time. Doc, you're a Luger pro. What do you think? Meh. Meh. Okay. Uh, it was, it was very, it was, you didn't expect it. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, Doc, now I'll throw it to you. What you got? You don't have to show it, but at 225.45, he does the peck shake while he's hulking up at Rick. And I always thought that was funny. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to shake my boobies at you and scare you. <laughs> what did you think Uh-oh. when Hogan used to do that? Damn, Tommy Young just got hit and it froze on it. Was he the same ref that when they had to screw up with, uh, was it something with Tully or something for the title? And then was it was a. Didn't Tommy Rich almost paralyze Tommy Young? Uh, that yeah, there's a story about that, but I know what Harper's talking about. Um, Harper's talking that about was him, the right? um, yes, it was um, was it Tully and Dusty? Yeah, that's right. It was for the yeah. TV title, wasn't it? TV or US? I don't remember. I know yeah. exactly which. I know which match you're talking about. If it's what I'm thinking about, and I'm not trying to make fun of them here, um. According to Bruce Mitchell, him and his crew influenced that decision. Uh, Bruce talked about it when he was on our show a few years ago. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Marlon Miller, half pint, half pint loves that um that that story. <laughs> half pint, get with me and tell me where that's at, and look it up on YouTube because it was told there. Um, and, and I'll repost it for people who are wondering what, what we're talking about here. I don't remember the exact story from Bruce and that match, but yes, you, you're right on that, Hopper. Uh, what were you about to say, Hopper, when I cut you off? I love a good backslide, man. That's something you don't see anymore. It sure isn't. Let me remind you. Kerry Von Eric beat Ric Flair with a backslide, Doc. Ain't that right? Sure did. Backslide. Beautiful. I, you're right, Hopper. I love a good backslide. Um, are you talking about your women backsliding? Or you say, look, you say, wow, grow up. <laughs> what are you, seven? Why don't you be a little bit classy? Yeah. For a change? You're a so, college a uh, graduate. Act like it. You got a college education. Yeah. So do you. In basket weaving, but, you know, what are you going to do? Hey, man, you get your degree in what you can get it in. <laughs> General exactly. studies. It's better than flunking out if you. (laughs) Never mind. I remember when I first like went to college. The guy's like, "What do you want your major to be? General studies." He's like, "Cause I figured, cause I was like the easiest one, right?" And the guy's like, "You don't want that, bro." (laughs) He's like, "I know what you're thinking. Don't." I got a fuck. I got a story about. I got a story. Okay, business administration. He's like, okay, there you go. I got a story. I don't want to say who. Hopper, you know who this person is. I'll tell you off air. I don't want to embarrass him. So anyway, um, he probably was in college for like, you know, I took a break, but this person was probably in college for like twelve years working on a bachelor's, right? 
And and he's telling me the story one day about how he finally got his degree. He was talking to um his uh oh God, I was about to say guidance counselor. His um what do they call it, doc in college. You know I'm dumb. When you go to go to you see your um your uh the person over your business college, your advisor. Let's say guidance counselor, your advisor. And he goes to the advisor. He's trying to figure out what he, what he needs to get his degree in. And she looks at him and goes, baby, you got like 240 hours. Will you just take this one three-hour class you need to get your general studies degree so you can at least have a degree for all these hours? Yeah, just walk across the stage and make your mama happy. He's like, well, I guess so. <laughs> he, had switched, he had switched his major so many times that he just yeah. never had his degree, even though he had way too many hours. I know people like that, and I think they do it on purpose just to stay in. Back then, you could, though. It wasn't as expensive. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that now. You do that now, you walk away with $200,000 worth of student loans. Yeah, and then you don't have anything to show for it, which is right. fuck that. <laughs> Except a leaky dick from all the co-eds you've been banging. No. Bo- boogie, nothing about you says college or degree. Okay. Uh, Doc, where are we at on this match? Let's get back to to to, to Right around Luger, the 228. Up. Right about the 228 mark. Luger gets into a superplex, and the crowd gets hype and you can tell they think they're gonna see it tonight yeah oh yeah they 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 got into this thing man there were some moments where they really thought that this was their night and and, you know like rick's had the title for a while now so it was plausible here it comes even though it's gonna freeze up it was plausible that that it could happen i love how he did this Man, I was I don't want to say who, but I was watching uh, uh wrestling, you know, like a major promotion, and they did this, you know, the, the old superplex. And the guy's up there, you know, he's fucking going along with it, and he, he, the guy giving a suplex doesn't even grab the guy's arm to hook it. He he, he just puts his arm up there. On his own. I'm like, come on, man. What the oh, fuck? Oh, okay. He didn't, and, um, the, yeah. the one taking the suplex. Right. And I'm sitting here watching this, and I was like, I want to see how they do it. And they did it perfectly. Luger had to grab his arm and put it to fucking hook it. And he did it perfectly. Rick didn't just put his arm up there, just fucking went along with it. That's professionals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Rick, I'm with you on Rick that. was doing the one thing in the world he was good at besides banging ass. That was being the best professional wrestler on earth. All right, Doc. Uh, that's nice. Anything else from uh, as we keep going? 23833. And this is my last time. <laughs> this is my last timestamp. He's ripping me. He's ripping me. I know you know he what is. you like? You're like the guy. That's I like can't. getting a pair of shoes, and, and, and they're like, you, you got this one in a size 13? And it's like, hold on, let me go check. No. How about this pair? Hold on, let, let me go check. No. 
Fuck. Look, it is Starcade <laughs> Harper. I didn't come to get cheated. That's right. I'm getting all my swings in. This is the yeah. fucking scope, motherfucker. That's right. Big time sports in the big time arena. Home of the right. East Coast Hockey League, uh, Virginia shit Admirals. <laughs> Virginia shitheads. It's nice. They right. come out with those poop emojis on their helmets. <laughs> Boy, that would be nice if there was an Ain't arena team like now. that. Is, I have something here that like Flair bounced off his forearm. Oh, yeah. Right there. <laughs> and of course, what's he do? He's He hawks up again. It doesn't work on him. Uh, now, he was he was selling the leg. Like, you know, he was he was selling yeah. the leg as he hawks up. I thought um, he did a fairly decent job for Luger of that. Yeah, he did a good job. What we're talking about here is, you know, because of the figure four that Flair had put Luger in near the end, Luger was selling the leg, and Luger, in hulking up, he kind of doesn't sell it, but then he ends up yeah. selling it. Um, he starts kind of... Just, I just never understood why Rick could have somebody in the figure four for about five minutes, and then he'd get it reversed for about six seconds, and then he would sell more than his opponent. Well, they would claim that it... When you Did they claim that if you reversed it, it, it fucking hurt more or something? Back then. I never, I never thought that, but I, I always knew, you know, when you reversed it, 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 quote unquote, reversed the pressure, and all of a sudden the the pressure was now on the person who was giving it. I didn't know that yeah. it would supposedly hurt him more, but Doc does yeah. make a good point. It hurts more when a guy's foot is like, like, like it is butt. You like a fulcrum. Yeah. Why are y'all talking about it like it's real? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. But, other than but that, he did all sell a leg. That, um, when we go to the finish, we got ourselves a clean pin here from Rick. Yeah, we do. So let me recap it. Since this stupid system or oh, this stupid uh, service won't uh, won't work right. So anyway, remember, you know, it's really, it's really this is fucking bad. This is like trying to watch porn in 1997 on a fucking computer. It's really disappointing because. Mike had to go down to that local computer store in the age of a pandemic and lift up his mask yeah. and, and blow Billy Bob so that we could have the show tonight. <laughs> and then he gets home. He gets home, and the damn network has the Rona. I'm married to Von Eriks, yeah. Now, I could probably wipe this thing clean if you'll just, you know, give me some relief. <laughs> Hopper, <laughs> can you give me some relief? <laughs> I relieved him in the form of masturbation. <laughs> can you give me some relief? <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus Christ. You know what that that's going to make me do? That guy answered his phone today and didn't know he was going to be a superstar all over the world just later in the day. He didn't. It's amazing, isn't it? Way to support oh. local business, Mike. Yeah, you know, that's why I felt good about that. It was a local business. Uh, Hopper, here it is, man. Mr. Birchold was very knowledgeable in the sexual field. But he did not have uh, a good relationship with his wife sexually. <laughs> Who does? One day, he came in the store, and I could tell that he was extremely disturbed. He says, are you free? Let's go for a ride. Yeah. 
He says, I, I cannot stand my wife. I, I need to have sex. I could see that he, he was sexually aroused. He says, oh, can you give me some relief? We were laughing and he said, oh, Bob, it's just kid stuff. And I've got what? to have relief. So I was dumb enough to reach over and relieve, relieve him in an act of masturbation. <laughs> we were just laughing. I was just kid stuff. Worst thing I've ever done. It's kid stuff, man. It's like Nerf footballs and baseball cards, man. Come on. Bruh. It's like watching a Yogi Bear cartoon. It's kid stuff. We were just laughing, man. <laughs> Hopper, Hopper, you got to see him because that's the best part about it. I'm going to play it again. This poor his... bastard in his fucking whatever Ford fucking Galaxy driving around and cranking <laughs> off dudes. Fuck that dude. He let his daughter get uh, kidnapped. A good relationship with his wife sexually. Uh-huh. One day, he came in the store, and I could tell that he was extremely disturbed. He says, are you free? Let's go for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I, I cannot stand my wife. I, I need to have sex. I could see that he, he was sexually aroused. He says, oh. Can you give me some relief? <laughs> we were laughing, and he said, Oh, Bob, it's just kid stuff, and I've got to have relief. So I was dumb enough to reach over and relieve, relieve him in an act of masturbation. Look <laughs> at face. I did <laughs> the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> as far as. There. He didn't suck his dick, right? Breaking the trust and fidelity that I had with my wife. Hold on, uh, hold on, listen to the end of it because that's that's the best Shut part. up. Let's <laughs> look. Oh, shit. He sucked his that... dick. That ain't baseball cards and their footballs. That's just gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that one dude. Did a did a number on that other guy, man. He he got him to crank him off. He he banged his wife. He stole his daughter. That guy took a shit on that other guy's life. No, no, that guy allowed his him to shit on his life. I, I, man, I, I I'm with that, that, mean, that guy. That guy got over on. That, that dude. Show, that show. That, what is it called again? Abducted, abducted in plain, in plain sight, right? sight. That shit made me not want to be white anymore. I was like, Mike, you're gonna have to teach me the handshake. I'm coming over to y'all's team. Yeah, teach me how to doggy. Y'all look. Hey, and if you're wondering what we're talking about, we did a whole Patreon episode on that thing. Tinyurl.com/slash/PatreonBTT on abducted in plain sight. The thing was, okay, I'm with Doc. It, that documentary was the most white people thing ever. But the thing was, it, it went so far because you're right. 
that guy did a number on this guy right there who was talking about, can you give me some relief? He he got jerked off by by that guy who was just talking. He banged the guy that jerked him off's wife and he got his daughter. But that wasn't even the topper. The thing that topped it all was when they started talking about aliens. <laughs> like it, 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 I remember I was texting Harper as I was watching. I was like, Harper kept going, just wait. And when they when they got to the alien part, I was like, oh my god, this is some <laughs> stuff here. They probably um, just bit this down, dude. It was absurd. Okay, oh, I forgot about that. Let's get back to Luger and Flair finish. So, um, remember I said Luger, he's he's still selling the leg as um you know as things are going on, and the thing is Luger. He tries to get Flair up in the torture rack, um, but his leg buckles from under him. And the way they land, they land perfect near the ropes where Flair is on top of Luger. And Flair uses the ropes for leverage. One, two, three. Flair wins, beats Luger. He technically cheats because he's got his legs on the ropes. But remember, right before that, in great fashion, in my opinion, Luger had Flair beat, but Tommy Young had gotten bumped. So... I just wanted to point that out as we were talking about it. I really enjoyed this match, this finish. I thought it was I thought this was really, really good. I thought I thought overall we saw some good stuff here. See see Luger forgot to sell, and then he started selling the leg right there. Did you see that, yeah. Harper? Yeah. Uh, when he was hulking up. But other than that, I, I, I enjoyed it. Ric Flair, greatest of all time, retains the title. Uh Doc, what did you think about the finish? Uh, I thought it did it well. I mean, Rick is so. I mean, Rick is the one to be pulling off the slight moves to cheat to get out of town. I like the fact that I, I was. I went back and watched it again. How hard it must be to be up in the rack and fall like they did. Good point. I mean, we can't see it because just everything's. It, it it actually was running smoothly right there, which is weird. It it all of a sudden start started working smooth at the very end. But you're right. He's look. He picks him up right here, and then he's the leg buckles, and that's incredible how Flair landed perfect. Because Flair's Flair's in an odd position up in the rack, and then he's got to kind of flip over in air like a cat trying to land on the. Yeah, well, Luger kind of flips him up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you got to give Luger give Luger credit. Luger did a good job of positioning him to where Flair then if Flair's got his left arm around Luger's head and he oh, they did good. They that was perfect the way they executed that, both of them. You right, Hopper, cuz you could see Hopper look yeah, at look at watch, Luger. Right, it, yeah. Luger does a great job of positioning Flair. Mhm. And then Flair, Flair kind of rolls over right at the right time. There oh, they go. did that yeah. perfect. Um, and the world champion wins by cheating and good stuff. This was good. This was really, really good. Um, I enjoyed it. What, Hulk, yeah. you got anything else? 30 minutes. Yeah, this was great. This is a good pay-per-view. It sure the hell was. Sure the hell was. All right. So, any other thoughts on this match and the finish, Doc? No. I mean, so we had two new champs in the first half, and this week, no new champs. 
a tale of two shows, two a halves. Tale, a tale of two shows, I agree. So before we rate it, we got some things that do go down on this on this thing. First, they go back upstairs to Tony and Magnum. Tony and Magnum recap what we just watched, and they discuss Flair winning the title. Uh, Tony tells us we will be going to an interview with Ric Flair and Magnum shortly. And then Tony throws it back to Bob Cottle and Jim Ross to put over Luger and how great of a fight he gave Flair. I thought that was really, really cool and a really nice touch from Bob and Jim, how they put over Luger in a losing fashion. Did you catch that, Doc? And did you have any thoughts? Yeah, they put over Luger in a losing fashion. That's nice. See, I see how y'all... Harper, what about you? Anything else from it? No. I kept waiting to see this this fucking uh, Battle Royal match or whatever. Oh, no, Jeez. that's not on this. <laughs> yeah, and then you see the people getting up and they're leaving. <laughs> they, they saw the main like event. They were, right, they, go, they saw the main event. The they didn't want to see nothing did else. That? Right, it's over with. I saw Rick. <laughs> I don't want to uh, see the, the fucking commandos and the Italian stallion and shit in a fucking uh, a battle royal. So let me do this. I'm going to try to play it from... I got it on YouTube, but so that the patrons can see it on a Patreon video version of this. Let me try to play Flair's interview at the end right here. Uh, here it is. Uh, J.R. Cottle going to throw it to J.J. and Rick being interviewed by Magnum backstage after Rick's big win. Here it is. We got more for you. Right now, though, we must go to uh, Magnum TA, I understand. Let's go there now. I'm standing here with the man, Ric Flair, who just retained the world's heavyweight title. Despite all odds, despite what all the skeptics said, maybe Ric Flair was pushed to the ultimate limit, but he is still the world's heavyweight champion. Well, I've come to live by one motto, and that is survival. This is the greatest, toughest sport in the world. This is the National Wrestling Alliance, the Big Daddy. There's nothing like it. And tonight, for three hours, People around the world saw the best competition in a man's sport, the National Wrestling Alliance. And Ric Flair, once again, call it luck, call it the grace of God, throw the scab off the end of my chin, whatever you want to call it, I'm standing here. I never claimed to play this game by the rules. I played Ric Flair's way, and that's doing at all costs. And here I am, and I'll tell you, and the Crockett's, and Ted Turner, and anybody else that doesn't like it, to get this, you gotta beat this. Bottom line. So Ladies Luger, and gentlemen, it is now time one for the Blackout Stampede. This message goes especially to you and those millions of adoring fans. Shut up, Tapetta. That look at you, that look at you as being their idol figure, their role model, whatever they live and breathe every day. That's what you represent, Luger. But the bottom line is, right now, you will never wrestle Ric Flair again for the World's Heavyweight Wrestling Championship. It's going to cost James Dillon a lot of money, but we're the world champion. Money's no problem. Lawyers, Ted Turner, Crockett, it makes no difference. Luger, you had your last shot tonight. That was it, pal. How do you like that, huh? You like being told by me, you're done. That's it. Last shot. You, my friend, are history. 
the eyes of the champ. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Esther Luger! There you heard it from the world's heavyweight champion. Now let's go back to Tony Schiavone. Well, um, Doc, your thoughts on Flair's promo at the end? Good stuff if Capetta would stay out of the way. Jeez. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck is that? Bro, I was like, oh, that's, that's ring announcer. I thought it this, was that damn alien from that damn documentary we were just yeah. talking this, about. This is exactly what Tony always talks about. He's like... We were a TV company at this point. Why the hell were things like that happening? No kidding. That's a great he, question. It, he says it all the time. I've heard him say it hundreds of times on his show. He's like, they, he, 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 he's dumbfounded by the fact that they couldn't get that figured out. I, yeah, I'm dumbfounded by it sitting here tonight. Um, look, it's Rick. He's just got the title. He's, he's breaking it down. Luger's done. Just, I, I we'll probably never see him again. Yeah, not that was his last title shot. You're done, bro. I was watching some 1990 WCW last weekend. Dear God, Hopper. First off, Luger ain't done because I think him and Flair yeah. do something then. But you know, I'm, I know you're joking when you say that. I can't wait for you to see. Abdullah the Butcher and Norman the Lunatic tag. Uh, no, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter was waiting for you and I to get a hold of Robocop, too. Uh, yes. <laughs> I remember watching that when I, I was a kid. I was like, he's got Robocop with him. What the fuck is this? Why does Sting have Robocop? Why does Robocop just shoot everybody? Uh, I mean, who? What are they going to come out with the Terminator next? What, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Doc, you saw the clip that I posted of Sting promoting uh, the, the pay-per-view with Robocop. Uh, Capital Combat or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, man. Like that Ruse commercial. Dude. When he's on a surfboard and they got fucking... They got Rick Steiner on all fours with those shoes on his hands and he's like sniffing the, the fucking fire hydrant and all. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I mean, I guess they got paid well for it, but still, I'm like, ah, I mean, whatever. You know, like you say, pin me, pay me, but fuck. They did a lot of pin me, pay me in 1990 and they were still not making money. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> so you'll notice if you're on Patreon, this now all of a sudden this thing's working just fine. Um, after Ric Flair's interview, they go, uh, Magnum sends it back to Tony to wrap things up, and then Tony sends it to JR and Bob Cottrell to wrap things up. They speculate on where the NWA will go in 1989, since this is our last uh, show of the year and uh, broadcast of the year before we go into, I'm sorry, 1988, before we go into 1989. Uh, I think I said it right now. Uh, I think I heard Shivani say that they, um, I've heard Shivani talk about either this pay-per-view or others before. They were really just kind of stretching things out here because they were trying to give the guys in the truck time to put the tape together for the highlights to run at the end. So that's why there was a lot of rambling here at the end, as at least I saw it. So we'll see what happens in 89. But for now, 1988 is in the books. And uh, Hopper, do you have anything from Flair before we go into rating this thing? Nah. Yeah. No. Told Luger, right. you're done. Fuck you. Yeah, whatever. That's not true, as we know. Doc, I'll throw it to you. What are you going to rate it? 
What am I rating tonight or the whole yes. thing? Uh, well, we did. See, this is why I didn't want to do the rate half of it. I wanted to just wait till the end. But, you know, you wanted yeah. to book the territory because, you know, you're Doc and you're smarter than everyone. Yada, yada, yada. So you decide. Do you want to rate the whole thing or the half? Part two. Uh, I'm going to give tonight a, an A minus and the whole thing an A minus. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give tonight an A and the whole thing an A. Yeah, I'm going to give it a standard A. This was good stuff. There wasn't a thousand fucking matches. And every match, for the most part, fucking mattered. All of them except Ivan and JYD in the Russia. Yeah, that was just kind of thrown in there. God, that was so stupid. Um, So I agree, Hopper. It all mattered, and that's what made it great. Okay. Um... Are we really even going to discuss the Rolex? I mean, I know who I'm going with. Rick, Doc, who are you giving it to? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, just, he, <laughs> Luger, was, Luger was good. Don't get me wrong. He Luger held up. But we just saw a 30-minute Luger match, and we weren't offended by it. <laughs> That's us, all you need to know about Rick. Yeah. Can I point something out too? So we we we're ending the year with Luger and Flair, you know, going thirty plus. Do you remember uh, Flair and Sting? So like, I know we've seen Flair carry. Not I don't say carry, but you know, basically, you know, have matches with anybody that'll make them look good. Man, Flair, Flair just does it with anybody. He just he can get the greatness that's out a, of that's anybody. That's a true statement. In both in multiple ways, right? He does anybody, and he 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 can put over anybody too it's just incredible man i mean it's it's amazing you would never think i don't know a lot of people talk about luger but you'd never think like he's this person oh god a 30 minute luger match most i I know doc would normally go oh my god but hey man they they went out there and worked their tails off and rick made them look great and it was good stuff so all right before we get out of here one other thing want to mention uh make sure you are using our amazon referral link when you shop on amazon and give that link to the wives girlfriends whatever you have in your life it's tiny you are it's tiny url.com slash btt amazon great way to support the show without spending anything extra because i got because i need to get some hair clippers tinyurlhopper.com do i go on amazon and do it or do i just type that in you put in tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. You want me to text it to you again? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do it as soon as we're done. I'll do it just for you, sir. Can you send it to all of our listeners? Yeah, send it to, uh, you know, Dodger. Send it to Armando and Half Pint and Steven Jaworski. Oh, Jaworski uses it all the time. Best yeah. Dave ever, mullet, Stan, fake Stan Lane. Yeah. PN PN screws. Maselli. Yeah. Maselli. <laughs> hey Tim, it's Morecci, not Maselli, but Whatever. okay. The smoky <laughs> and for mountain. the love of God, stop tagging Hopper and Jameis Winston post. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so what? Okay. They signed him to a year. He's a he'll be a solid backup. Uh, I think it was a he- good decision. He's playing for free, and he's the third stringer. Yeah. Uh, he's behind two white boys, too. How does that make you feel? Damn. 
I mean, he's the he's he's the third stringer. I don't I don't look at color. It's you know. I mean, just think of how much seafood he's gonna steal when he comes here, Bruh, He's gonna all have a it. feast in New Orleans with all the yeah. shrimp and crabs. Oh my God! Roll up anyway. a tugboat. Uh, so yeah use our Amazon referral link tinyurl.com slash bttamazon great way to support this show without spending anything extra and if you can do it consider becoming a patron tinyurl.com slash patreon btt that's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt 200 plus patreon exclusive episodes are up for you to enjoy there including the video reviews which I apologize for the ones this week because this stupid network kept on freezing for us but that's that all right, uh, Doc, anything else before we uh, hit the go-home queue and ride off into the sunset? No, we got to get on out here. Yeah, yeah we do, because we got we to gotta, we gotta decide on our next, uh, we got to decide what time on Friday for Smokey. All right, Hopper, you got anything? No. Hit the tagline, Hopper. Get us out of here. <laughs>